0: My name is Shubham and the topic is basically it is, an, it is a novel based on Shiva Trilogy and I am in chapter 25th the name of the chapter is Iceland of Individual and it was another 3 weeks before Shiva and Teorej reached Ayodhya the capital of the Svartipans they had travelled along a decrypt long winded road to the Ganga and then sailed eastward to the point where the mighty river welcomed the waters of Sarayu. Then they had cruised north up the Sarayu to the city of Lord Ram's It was a long and circuitous route but the quickest possible keeping in mind the terrible road conditions in Swadip the Iceland of the individual. The excitement in the heart of the Meluhan soldier was beyond believed. They had heard legend about Lord Ram's city, but not one had ever seen it. Ayodhya literally the impregnable city was the land first blessed by by Lord Ram's sacred feats. They expected a gleaming city beyond compared even if it had been defiled by Chandravanshi's presence. They expected the city to be in an process of order and harmony even if all the surroundings land had been rendered chaotic by the Chandravanshi's. They were disappointed. Ayodhya was nothing like Devagri. At first glance, it, it, it promised much. The outer walls were thick and looked powerful. Unlike the sober grey Meluhan walls, the exterior of Ayodhya had been painted with every possible colour in gold silvers. Each alternate brick, however, was painted in pristine white, the royal colour of Chandravanches. Numerous pink and blue banners festooned the city towers. These banners had not been put up for any special occasion but were permanent fixtures adorning the city. The road curved suddenly along the fort wall to the main entrance so as to prevent elephants and battering rams from getting a straight run to the mighty doors. At the top of the main gates, the wonderful ornate horizontal crescent moon had been sculpted into the walls. Below it was Chandravanshi's motto, Shringar Sandarya, Swatantrata Passion, beauty, freedom. It was only when they entered in the city that a blow was delivered to the precious and order loving Meluhans. kritika described it as a functioning pandomanium unlike all the melbourne cities ayodhya was not built on a platform it was obvious that if the sarayu river ever flooded in the manner that the temperamental industry the city would be inundated the numerous city walls built in seven concrete circles were surprisingly thick and strong however it didn't however it didn't need a general strategy strategic eyes to notice that the concentric walls had not been planned by a military mastermind. They were in fact uh, added in a haphazard manner, one after the other, when the city had extended beyond the previous perimeter. This explained why there were many weak points along each wall, which an enemy laying siege could easily exploit. Perhaps that was by the Chandravanshis preferred to battle outside in a far away battleground rather than defending their city. The infrastructure was a sorry indictment of the Chandravanshis penchant for debate as an excuse for inaction. The roads were nothing better than dirt tracks. There were, however, one notable exception, the neatly paved and striking smooth Rajpada the royal road. Which led straight from the outer walls through to the opulent royal palace. The Swedipans joked that instead of finding potholes on their potholes on their road, they actually had to search for some scratch of road amongst the potholes. This was a far cry from exceptionally well-planned, signed, posted paved, and traditionally standard roads of Meluhan cities.